Welcome back to episode 17 of Pirate Talk Radio. I apologize, it's been a, a little bit of time here since we've got an episode out, but um, I was starting to um, re-listen to some of the uh, the previous episodes uh, most recently, and they were getting a little uh, repetitive, I guess, um, very ranty on my part, which some people enjoy, I'm not going to lie, uh, a lot of folks enjoy my, my good old-fashioned rants, uh, but they were very focused on, on issues that Sea of Thieves is having, um, along with, you know, hit reg, um, and things like, uh, server stability and performance and stuff like that. And it was just, it was kind of becoming a broken record. So I wanted to take some time back. Um, and I wanted to kind of, I, I don't know, reset my mind on, on things that I want to talk about and things that I want to dive into because everyone who plays Sea of Thieves, and I assume if you're listening to this podcast, um, which again, I appreciate everyone who's which, uh, listening. I I'm surprised at, uh, episode 17, how many downloads of the podcast are, are happening out there. So thank you very much to everyone out there. I very much, very much appreciate you tuning in um, and and listening. And, and if you do enjoy the podcast, please do uh, rate the podcast uh, however you feel with whatever feedback uh, you can on whatever app that you're using. I look at those. I take those into consideration. So please do. If you drop a rating, I really appreciate that, regardless of what it is. You know, if, if you don't feel that this podcast is living up to your expectations, tell me about it and give me a reason why so I can maybe make some adjustments on my delivery and what we're, uh, what we're bringing you. Because again, this podcast is not just for me and the enjoyment I have, but it is ultimately for you. You, the listener, you are the folks that are consuming this uh, product, and I very much appreciate that. So I wanted to take a step back. I wanted to kind of cool off for, um, for a couple weeks, play the game, um, not on stream, but play the game, and, um, and just kind of reset um, what I'm talking about and how I'm approaching it, because we all know the issues out there. I mean, just tune into any Sea of Thieves streamer, and I promise you, within an hour of watching this stream, you're going to hear the, the phrase, yeah, game's fine. Um, because everyone knows of the issues that are that are out there right now. Um, and, and everyone knows the issues going on. So um, I'm going to try really hard to avoid ranting about those things to hopefully bring you a little bit more uh, direct content. And again, the ranting, like I said, it's very popular to some people. So there's going to be ranting at times. But what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to bring it back and at least talk about some different topics each week and not get focused on the same things uh, each and every week. And with that being said, we do have our November update. The November update went live, I think, uh, a week or so ago now. Uh, today is uh, recording this and releasing it on Black Friday. Um, so you should be able to get this and, and um, assuming not a lot of people will listen to it today because you're browsing the websites for all your great steals and deals. And hopefully you're being safe when you're out uh, at the stores and you're uh, and being cognizant of your health and everyone else's health. So, um, but we have the, the, the November update. Now for a lot of people, this update was a little bit disappointing. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. And ultimately it's because it, it is again, not a content update. Now, for me, and you've heard me say this many times, I honestly think they need to pull back on the content updates, and they need to focus on more updates like this, where they're fixing bugs, they're fixing issues um, in the game. Um, now, I don't think they, they fix the issues that I'm particularly cared about, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I, I really feel like um, they need to focus more on these style updates and, and then splash in a, a uh, content update every now and again instead of the opposite, which is 
focus on content update, content update, content update. And then once the, the player base and everyone's up in arms about everything going wrong, then throw a quality of life in there. I hope that as we go into uh, 2021, um, Rare really thinks about um, how they're developing this game and really putting a focus on on getting those fundamentals, getting those bugs worked out, getting the basic things worked out, making sure things are thoroughly tested before they come out. Yes, I am an insider. Yes, I do testing there, and I know a lot of people do as well. But at the end of the day, it's not the player base's responsibility to test the game. You, You know, I know we've got games out there, you know, big games that have betas and alphas and all that stuff, and that's great. That gives a lot of people the opportunity to get their feedback in, Um, But at the end of the day, it is the development team and the QA team's responsibility to test the update and make sure that it is clean and that it is solid. It is not your player base's responsibility to test your game for you. Um, We are not getting paid to do that. Yes, we get the gold and the cosmetics, but honestly, who the hell cares about gold? It's basically useless. Um, And the cosmetics are cool, but it takes forever to unlock. And I get it. They want you to keep coming back to insiders and they want you to keep coming back and, and, and playing it and giving them feedback. And that's amazing. If you are a person out there like myself who logs into insiders each week, does some testing, provides the feedback, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't stop because ultimately that is helping um, guide the development of this game and helping to focus on the core issues that, that are wrong. But I really feel on the rare side, the QA team on the rare side really needs to step up the game and understand that the player base is not here to tell you um, the issues over and over again. And they're not here to test and fix the issues. It is the quality assurances team job in any development company to identify the issues and get those to the developers for them to be fixed. That is that is what a quality assurance team is is in charge of doing. I was responsible for one for many years. So I, I know Uh, I've worked in software for many years. I I know how it works. Um, and there's a lot of things that I see on the rare side of, of development schedules and how they go about determining what is a priority, what is not a priority, what hits patches, what doesn't hit patches. It really, to me, feels like there is a, a missing leadership role there that is not able to to gather the appropriate feedback from the player base, um, which ultimately that's your, you know, I know Rare is the employer, Microsoft is the, the big brother employer, but at the end of the day, it's your player base who's really paying your salary, right? If players aren't playing your game, Microsoft is not going to fund your studio, which means you don't have money, right? So, or, or your game gets shut down, right? You're not going to have the, the pirate emporium. You're not going to have new people purchasing the game. If players aren't playing your game because they're irritated at bugs or they're bored or whatever the case may be, ultimately that's what leads to a game being shut down and people unfortunately losing their jobs. And I don't want to see that happen to Sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves is artistically beautiful. I think it has a lot of promise. Um, I think it gives you a very unique experience that other games do not give you. I think it's a brilliant game in concept, but again, we're missing on on many of the pieces. And I honestly think it comes down to a leadership um, issue at Rare and not being able to identify a clear and 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 solid path of where development is going and how to address the the outcries of the community. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, the outcries of the community and getting these issues solved. Right now. 
With that being said, I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Over the past couple months, they've obviously had to put a lot of focus on making sure this game is ready for the Xbox Series or the Xbox X and S- Xbox Series S that just launched. Um, and so they had to do probably a lot of stuff on the back end to get their game ready for that. Um, as as when those consoles launched, this game was ready to go in 4K, 1080p, uh, fixed. Uh, you know all the all the bells and whistles that you expect with a next gen console. This game was ready to go. Um, and so I'm, I'm sure they, they put a lot of time and effort into getting this game ready to go and kind of pulled back on, on some of the other stuff. And that's understandably so, right? They are a subsidiary of Microsoft. You know, they are a Microsoft studio. Um, the, the Xbox is obviously the driving hardware power behind Microsoft as far as a consumer-based product. Um, so they want their, their developers and they want their studios to get these popular games ready to go for the next console so they can ultimately sell more consoles and make more money. Um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit because uh, I'm actually uh, pretty irritated right now because I, as many of you know, am a cosmetic collector um, and I have spent money on eBay and, 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 uh, and thrown money at friends uh, to get some of these limited edition co- uh, cosmetics which are not out there anymore and you can't get your hands on them and haven't came back. And now there's another one. And we'll talk about why I really hate what they did to this. I understand it, but I hate it, and it hurts my soul. But let's first talk about the um, the update itself. So, um, if you logged in, um, af- if you even knew about the November update, that's the first part. A lot of people didn't even know there was a November update, um, aside from the servers were shut down. And that's to be understood. Um, they didn't really hype it up. They didn't really um, talk about it a whole lot. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it ultimately it is what it is. It's a quality of life update. So, um, we'll go down through this and kind of hit some of the highlights like we always do, um, on this. Um, but, but ultimately it was, in my opinion, a very lackluster, um, update. Um, I have played the game since the update. Um, I can say that a lot of these things that I see on this particular, um, uh, sheet don't really apply to me. I didn't really you know, run into a lot of these things, but I know players obviously did. And, and, and so fixing this kind of stuff is very important to those players who unfortunately had a bad game experience due to one of these kind of goofy bugs. So, uh, let's first talk about what was added. So, um, a few updates ago, we got the treasure vaults, which I have obviously been very outspoken about that. I think it was a cool idea in concept, but they missed the boat on the treasure vaults. Uh, being that the actual voyage for these was to get the key and sell the key or return the key to the gold hoarders. Instead, we are then using the key, getting the chest out, which we are not supposed to be touching because that's the gold hoarder's special um, special treasure, and we're selling those chests to the gold hoarder with no consequence whatsoever. I really think this was a huge missed opportunity um, by Rare. Um, it really just kind of makes you scratch your head about, well, why the hell do we have this voyage to get a key? And instead of actually doing that voyage, we're actually stealing the gold hoarder's gold and selling it back to him. It just doesn't make sense um, at all to me and and how they did it. So I was very critical of the Vault of the Ancients. I think it was great in concept. Um, I, I think the first couple that I did were, were quite fun. Uh, now I don't think I ever want to see a vault again unless they, again, change the consequences system or add a consequences system to this. 
Um, but anyways, I know a lot of people have enjoyed the um, have enjoyed the the Vault of the Ancients update, and I know people have ground out the sales, which I would love to get, but I have like no will of life to to do that many vaults. I just I it's not in me. I can't do it. It's not possible. It's mind numbing. Uh, and like I said, there's no consequences for basically stealing from the gold hoarders and, and taking it back. It's very frustrating. Uh, but for those of you out there who do enjoy the treasure vaults, uh, these treasure vaults have been expanded to the Devil's Roar. So you can now get Moro, um, from Moro's Peak, the gold hoarder at Moro's Peak, you can get Vault of the Ancients uh, treasure uh, vault voyages uh, from them, which take you through the roar and allow you to unlock vaults in the roar. I have not, like I said, I am completely brain-numbed and dead to these particular vault voyages. I think they're boring at this point, um, and with no, like, consequence or anything like that, I have no interest in doing any more. Um, and so these are in the Devil's Roar, which obviously adds the more, the, the new excitement um, to volcanoes and avoiding those kind of things, and I enjoy playing out in the Roar. I personally think it adds another level of interest. It adds another level to your adventure. Um, obviously, I know a lot of people avoid the roar because the volcanoes are brutal, but it just it adds a little, it adds something new that you don't get in the rest of the seas. Um, and it, it the the dynamic, the art style, the very dark and fiery, and the the misty kind of. It's just a beautiful area in a very evil sort of sense and, and way. And I honestly think we're going to be probably seeing a little bit more of um, of uh, the roar as we kind of continue this Flameheart storyline. But for now, if you are a fan of, of getting lots of money, the roar is obviously the place to be. Um, and so now you can pick up and do your Gold Hoarders Vault of the Ancients um, out in the roar. And that is the only new thing um, that has been added um, aside from, again, the Pirate Emporium, uh, where you can spend your cash monies. Um, that's the only thing that's been added. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that's all you got. And, and that's fine to me, because at the end of the day, I want them to focus on what I feel is more important. Uh, at this time in Sea of Thieves, I, I think there's plenty of content to do, although I know older players say that there's not a lot to do and they're kind of bored of playing, and, and you know, that's fine. They they might have done everything, but also those same old players are saying, I don't want to sail because of hit registration. I don't want to sail because of mermaid bugs. I don't want to sail because of no players on servers, etc., 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 etc. Um, and so I, I think if you give them something, they may start to come back. If you start to fix some of the, you know, outlandish and not game breaking, but just really frustrating bugs that exist on this game. Um, so a few of them that they, they kind of, um, uh, they kind of looked at here was, um, uh, being killed by a crewmate with a gunpowder barrel, no longer plow, uh, allow players to collect the pink light from the well of fates and the fairy of the damned. This has been a bug for quite some time, allows people to cheese their way into uh, the Fort of the Damned, um, and allows them to cheese their way to start the Fort of the Damned. Now, for a lot of folks out there, um, content creators alike, um, who just want to server hop for Fort of the Dams, this may hurt your Fort of the Dam experience once the Fate of the Dam series is over, because now players can't cheese their way into the pink light. They actually have to go out and find players and get into combat to get the pink light. 
So I personally like this. Um, I don't think the cheese of having a player, regardless if it was a gunpowder barrel or a blunder bomb or whatever it is, I don't think someone from your crew should have ever been able to kill you and you get the pink light, right? Um, there's no technical, uh, I guess, uh, friendly fire in this game aside from, you know, De- deployables and, and all that stuff. There There's nothing like that. So why on earth would a gunpowder barrel or something like that give you the pink light? It's not PvP. It's your own crew. So I like this fix. I know a lot of people are probably going to um, be irritated at this fix because it was a way for them to cheese into the ferry of the, or the, the Fort of the Dam. But you know what? Now you're actually going to have to go out and find yourself some PvP, which, like I said, I want Rare to keep doing things which try to generate interesting uh, interactions between players. May it be a violent interaction through PvP or a fun interaction and goofing off. Um, I, I think this is great because now people who want to do Fort of the Damned for whatever event is going on are going to actually have to go out and find some players. So that's amazing. Uh, players performing emotes off screen then moving into a visible range will no longer appear to be emoting while moving. Um, I don't know necessarily. I've never like I've never been fighting a crew that um, maybe they've been stuck in some sort of weird emote thing, but I have seen it on my crew, and it is very annoying. Like someone like in a hide emote that's just kind of sliding around the deck or something. It just looks bad. Um, and from what I can tell, the only way to really fix that was to die. Um, and and so I'm glad they they put a little focus on this because again, it's. It's, it's taking a game and with a bug like this that just kind of invalidates all the hard, beautiful artwork that you've done in this game to this goofy little dude sliding around. You don't want that. No, is it game-breaking? Absolutely not. But it's definitely something that needed to be fixed in order to make the game look polished. Um, the game's been out for over two years now, and having some little dude who's stuck in a hide emote or stuck in a dance emote sliding around the ship does not look like a polished look. That looks like something you would get in alpha or beta. So I'm glad they took the time to actually look at this and, and fix those type of things. Um, let's see here. Uh, all sitting emotes now correctly trigger the skeletal throw in accommodations. Um, this to me is another um, excellent, excellent item. And the reason I say that is I have tried to get Skeletal Thrones multiple times, and I don't like the basic stick, sit emotion, or, uh, uh, um, emote. So I have, you know, I've got the Admiral sit. I think I've got the Sea Dog sit. Um, I've got a couple other sits that I prefer over the basic sit. And when you go to the Skeletal Throne, they don't always work. And many of them don't work. So then you have to get off the throne. And some of them are challenging to get to. Go back, change your emote out, come back, get back on the seat, and all that stuff. And it's a very frustrating process. So I'm glad they they changed this so now all sit emotes are now correctly triggering the thrones. What I would have also liked to see here is that all make friends emotes also work. Um, I've, I've noticed doing make friends, if I use the admiral make friends or the sea dog make friends and they're using the basic make friends, it sometimes doesn't always trigger. Now, if you use the basic make friends with the basic make friends, it always triggers. Um, it's just something that I've noticed, but it seems like the, the emotes that are supposed to interact with the world or other players, um, they've had to be matched for a while. And, and, um, and that to me is, is not good because ultimately the idea of, of getting these emote bundles is to have a differing variation to make your pirate different 
than everyone else who has started the game or or doesn't have those particular emotes. So good on you. Kudos to you, Rare, for fixing this. Again, is it game-breaking? Absolutely not. But it's definitely something that makes their game look polished, um, which is something that it desperately, desperately needs um, in, in many places. <clears throat> Um, some updates to the fort of the or the fate of the damned, the as we called it in the last update, for fuck's sake of the damned, because we like apparently of the damned, we like FOTD uh, apparently in everything that we do. So um, they made three changes to this, and that's progressing through Lorena's dialogue quickly should no longer offer voyages for the incorrect week of the campaign. Well, right now, I think we're down to about 13 days left, so all the weeks should be unlocked, so you should be able to get in there and get all your glowy goodness, your lantern, your titles, your everything um, under the sun. You should be able to get, and for you new players out there, or for you maybe not uh, players who log in and play all the time, I would suggest if you want those cr the, the captain and the crew cosmetics, um, the last unlock of the Lorena series, um, not the lantern style where you have to go kill all the, the fate guys, but actually the voyages and, and that piece of this event, make sure you save up some money because the cost of the captain crew costumes is 1 million gold. Uh, I'll repeat that again. The cost of the captain crew cosmetic uh, package is 1 million gold. So for a lot of new players and stuff, that's a lot of money that they're going to have to save up. For veteran players like me, who I think are, is well over 20 million gold right now, it, it's it's a drop in the bucket, and I'll be able to get that that million back really, really easy. Uh, but for newer players um, or players who don't play a whole lot, that could be a lot of money. So you've got 13 days left to complete all your challenges to get all your cosmetic unlocks. And remember, save your money because you're going to need a million gold in order to unlock that uh, that costume set. Reaper chests will no longer have their beacons activated before being picked up um, while in the Fort of the Dam. So it was kind of a little frustrating um, when Fate of the Dam started the Reaper chest inside. Um, the Fort of the Damned were shooting up ribbons up into the air um, and oftentimes really causing some kind of visual distortion when you're trying to shoot those skeletons and not die from all the skeletons running around in the Fort of the Damned. Um, seeing those glowing beacons that were going up in the air. Um, were very, very annoying. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that those um, are going to be removed. I haven't done Fort of the Dam since this update has launched, um, so I haven't got to see them for my own eyes. However, um, if, if what it reads here is true, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, if another crew hands in uh, Merrick's boot while your crew is on the Lorena voyage entitled The Hunt for the Hidden Ancient Shadows of Fate, the voyage should now fail. Um, this is great because this was a very frustrating point for players trying to complete um, the hunt for the hidden um, Ancient Shadows of Fate. This was very frustrating when another crew would turn in uh, the boot that spawns near Merrick, um, and then you would still have an active um, item, you would still have your active voyage, and you couldn't get it done because the boot was gone so this is good that they add this as uh as a as a fail attempt um i think they should maybe uh do something along the lines of maybe an instance boot where if you get close the boot spawns <coughs> that would be kind of more an advanced uh focused uh change but at the end of the day the best way to um ignore this is 
um, if you've done this before, maybe you, you haven't done this voyage before, is just to get close to where Merrick is before you start it, and then you're guaranteed that the boot is going to be there um, because you've started the voyage and, and thus the boot spawns and you're right there. Um, so this is a good change. This is going to make players less confused as to why their voyage um, is not progressible. <clears throat> so some things they made changes uh, to the environment. Uh, this first one is a really nice one. Um, obviously, I was very outspoken in the fact that I didn't like how they did the um, wall banging uh, changes way back in the day. I felt like they um, they went too far on the wall banging in many instances. Um, and, and what I said was most likely what will happen is they'll change it and then they'll start slowly start to roll some of them back until they make it. So there's a advanced style, um, combat with, with players who have been around and have learned these techniques and against newer players. I know it's frustrating as a newer player to get wall banged in this thing, but that's how you learn, right? There should be some mechanics for advanced players in there that they, that they have mastered over the time. So they can feel like, you know, they've done really well and the time in the game hasn't been spent um, for nothing. Uh, so on the bottom deck of the sloop, players are now able to shoot through the gap between the support beam and the barrel. Um, so that entire area with, I, um, with the barrel and the support beam in the bottom of the sloop has basically been a giant brick wall for bullets. Um, that has now changed. So now you should be able to shoot through that gap, um, which is not necessarily a wall bang, right? Um, because there is air there that a bullet could um, go through, but since the, the since the removal of wall bangs in this game, um, that has been a wall. That has been a solid wall that you can't shoot through, um, which doesn't make any sense because again, you can see air through there. Um, so um, that being said, uh, this is a great change, and again, a rollback of that overarching wall bang. I think the next stage of this, they need to start looking at railings. Um, railings clearly have air that go through the different pieces of the wood. Um, and what I can say is if you shoot at the back of a brig or you shoot at the back of a galleon or you shoot up in the crow's nest, um, sometimes that railing, um, is walling you off for getting your shot through when there's clearly air there that the bullet could pass through. Should it pass through everything? Absolutely not. Um, if it hits the wood beams, then it should be stopped. Um, um, you know, uh, even though that wood's very thin and I have my own opinions about that, especially since other games have the ability to, um, to allow you to get wall banged at a reduced damage if it's going through certain types of, um, of, of like hardware and stuff. So I think Sea of Thieves needs to look at that, but again, not something they should be looking at now until they get other things fixed. But as they're obviously looking at ways to roll back that wall bang and still keep the wall banging in there. The next thing I think they should look at is other places with the air gap, uh, such as railings and stuff like that. But again, this is a great sign that shows that, hey, we went a little too overboard on the uh, on the wall banging reduction. So let's give a little bit back because this makes sense, right? A bullet can pass through there. So it makes sense. <clears throat> uh, players should no longer be able to get on top of the pet chest and appear outside the ship while on a galleon. Um, I, I've never seen this, but it, obviously if this is, if this is an issue, I'm assuming the character model outside the galleon is probably shootable and, and stabbable and all that stuff. Um, so this is, this is probably a good change. Um, obviously again, we were talking about earlier, 
cleaning up the game and making it look polished. Obviously, if you're a character inside the ship standing on top of a chest, but you are actually, you're, you're showing outside of the ship, that's not very clean and polished. So again, well done Rare for cleaning up and polishing um, uh, things like that. <clears throat> Players should no longer get teleported into the air when walking into a wood fence on Marauder's Arch. I did not ever have this experience. Um, I'm not on Marauder's Arch a whole lot, but uh, I never had this experience. But that would definitely be a frustrating experience um, if you're sitting there uh, walking, you walk into the wood fence and you get shot up in the air because most likely you're going to take fall damage, if not die. So again, very, very good. It doesn't make sense why you'd be shot up in the air. So this is a good collision change. Um, they made some, uh, they, they made some adjustments on some audio and visual things. Um, again, if you ever want to check out the most recent release notes that I go over on this, you can go to seaofthieves.com slash release dash notes. I'll make sure they're in the, uh, podcast notes section, um, in, in down below, um, where you can see the, the, the show notes. I'll make sure I put this link in there. Um, so if you want to read more, because I'm not, I never go over everything, right? I never, ever, uh, go over everything. So, um, if you want to check out all the nitty gritty, um, you can, um, you can now check that out, um, uh, by just clicking the, the, the show notes at the bottom. Uh, so performance and stability, um, items, uh, I always like to cover this because obviously that's where my passion is and where rare I think should spend most of their time is performance and stability. So further improvements to server performance, reducing latency lag spikes, rubber banding and server correction during gameplay. Um, I personally have experienced this prior to the quality of life. And I can say in my hours of sailing since quality of life, I have not noticed latency issues. I have not noticed lag spikes and I have not noticed rubber banding at all. Um, and my many, many, many hours of watching content creators, um, play this game. I've also not noticed it there as well. So it looks like they're on the right page as far as the buttons and, um, and levers they're tweaking, um, along the sides of, of server performance. It looks like they're on the right track with this one. I just hope they stay the course and keep making sure that that's focused on, uh, further improvements and optimization and client performance. Um, again, I, I haven't really noticed any issues on my client side, um, uh, but I'm sure there's some players out there who have, so that is really good. Um, optimized a range of islands across the ancient isles, uh, for client improvement, optimized a range of items across the shores of plenty, uh, for client performance. So big, f uh, big focus again under, uh, around performance. Um, but what we have to always keep in mind here is if we scroll down, um, we still have the ongoing issues that they keep telling us about of impacts after server merges, hit registration, and stuck UI items. These have been things that I have said time and time again that have been on the patch notes as known issues for months and months and months. All right. Like I, like I said, I have been in professional software development and IT for all of my career. Um, I have never once been in a software company where a bug sits on the release notes as a known issues for months and months and months. It really shows a, a, a lack of resource focused on this. Now, again, like I said, if you look through all these items and bug fixes that they're looking at, it's really, 
it's really polishing um, their game, which is a great thing. But they still have these big, outstanding, really bad, overarching issues that you can see every single day that you play the game. Um, and, and, and it's a, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's a problem. And like I said at the beginning, we're not going to get on the rant about it. We're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I, I want to do it. Um, but they really need to put focus around this. I don't know if that means, you know, hiring more people. I don't know what that means. Um, but there really needs to be a focus on their, um, open bugs, um, that are this outstanding should not ever be on a, um, a carryover you know, six months, seven months, um, at a time. And, and that's a, that's a problem. That is a problem. <clears throat> so, um, we've also got to talk still about the pirate emporium and also, um, the five, $300 and $500, uh, uh, cosmetics that they released. Um, yes, you, you, you heard me correctly. Three and $500 cosmetics. And we'll talk about that in just one second. But first, I do want to tell you about Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee is the coffee that I use and have used for a long time. In fact, I don't get any other coffee in a store or through Amazon or whatever it is. I've always, um, since I found this company a long time ago, used Death Wish Coffee, which is certified the world's strongest naturally growing coffee. You can check them out on Death Wish Coffee. Dot com. They have the dark roast, which I love. Um, I don't even put any cream or anything in it. I think it tastes fine the way it is. Um, they have that in whole beans. They have that ground. They have it in single pour over. They have it in K cups, or as they call it, the death cups. They've got it in instant coffee. They have it all the way around. And let me tell you what, it is a dark roast. So be prepared. That is a very dark roast coffee. If you're not into dark roast coffee and you're more into light roast, uh, a little lighter medium roast coffee, always you can check out the Valhalla Java, which is uh, really cool. And just keep in mind, these folks have really awesome branding, really awesome branding with their, with their, if you're a pirate fan, the skull and crossbones uh, branding on their coffee is absolutely outstanding. If you're a fan of cold brew, they also sell cold brew cans that you can check out. So again, deathwishcoffee.com if you're interested in any of that. And right now they have 12 ounce pumpkin coffee, cauldron age pumpkin coffee. If you're one of those fans out there that like the pumpkin flavor, I'll tell you what, the thing that I don't see currently on their website, which I absolutely love, is they have a bourbon barrel aged coffee, which is absolutely delicious. Um, I think I still have a little bit left of that. Oh, but oh my gosh, is that a delicious coffee? But if you go to the link um, in the show notes below um, and click that, you can get 15% off your first order and it supports the podcast. So again, deathwishcoffee.com is their main website. Um, or I would prefer, and I would very much appreciate, if you clicked on the link in the show notes below and you can get 15% off your first order of Deathwish Coffee and stay energized, alert, awake, and jittery. <laughs> not really. I'm not jittery, but if you're a person that gets jittery on coffee, this stuff will kick your ass. Um, I will tell you that. It's great coffee. It tastes great. They've got a very uh, a variety of different things um, that you can make your coffee uh, through. So check them out again, deathwishcoffee.com, or click the link below to get 15% off. 
All right, so now the Pirate Emporium. So they didn't really add too much to the Pirate Emporium this time. Um, I, I mean, when I say they didn't really add much, that's kind of a lie. Um, they, they added their normal ship set, um, which everyone has seen before. Um, they added some instruments, um, which are limited time for the Thanksgiving season. Um, and they also added a couple new uh, pets and emotes. So um, looking at the Pirate Emporium right now, the Battletoads um, ship set is now on the Pirate Emporium. Many of you may already have it as all that you have to do to get the Pirate Emporium or to, to get the Battletoads ship set was to play Act 1 of Battletoads. If you have Xbox Game Pass, uh, you have access to Battletoads right now and you can play Act 1 and get this get this the act one only takes about an hour it's a really cool ship set and if you're a fan of battletoads like me this is definitely a ship set that you probably want to pick up but if you don't have game pass or don't have any interest in buying the battletoads game you can now just buy the ship set right now in the pirate emporium they also added the um uh the instruments of plenty um which from what i understand i wasn't playing at this time last year but from what i understand are the thanksgiving um, instruments, which, uh, came out, uh, last year. Um, so you can get the, um, the cornucopia as if you will of instruments, which have a variety of, uh, of different looks of, of different like hams and, and yams and pie and all this stuff. They're, they're really cool looking. So you can check that out. Um, if you're a fan of the pets, I am not a fan of the pets. Keep your pets off my ship. They're annoying. Get them away. Uh, if you're a fan of the pets, they added a new capuchin monkey with a really sweet mustache. It reminds me of like um, uh, like uh, one of the like old biker handlebar mustaches that like have grown way too long and now are basically hanging down halfway down his like biker jacket. Uh, really cool capuchin monkey. Uh, and... They added a new parrot, and, and from what I can see in the art, again, I did not pick up this parrot, uh, but from what they, what they appear to have done um, with this particular uh, parrot is they made it look more like a hawk, which the art on it is, is really cool. I haven't seen it in-game, but the coloration of it um, is really cool, and these are the Hunter's Call Forager Pets. Um, they look really, really nice. I, I like both of the pets. I think I like the, the bird more than the monkey, even though the monkey is adorable. Um, I, I think I like the bird more just cause it looks like a hawk. It's not the brightly colored, um, macaws and parrots that we've seen, um, in the past. This one, this one looks like a nice, like crimson brown color hawk. I, I, I really honestly really enjoy it. And of course, you've got a variety of, of costumes that you could put on them that make them absolutely adorable and cool. Um, and then on top of all those, there is a new emote bundle, which is a first time ever that Sea of Thieves have done this type of emote bundle. Um, and that is a um, two emotes. Um, I think they're just over 200 ancient coins each. Two emotes. <clears throat> but inside of each emote is four emotes and these emotes have to deal with your weapon it's a pose that you do with whatever weapon you have uh, uh, equipped so if you have a sword it does a certain pose if you have an eye of reach it does a certain pose etc etc and the pose actually shows your weapon with the cosmetic that you have equipped so um so if you know if you if you're one of the lucky ones like me who has the midnight blunderbuss, you can chuck that midnight blunderbuss onto your shoulder and stand there all menacingly because you are definitely not going to get hit rigged when you go 
for your one blundy. It's not going to happen. You're going to hit your one blundy every single time. I promise. You heard it here, folks. You're going to hit your one blundy every single time. Don't sue me if you don't. Because you won't. Um, but really cool set of emotes. I like the fact um, that they're a little cheaper, right? You don't have to buy eight emotes. Um, you just buy the two emotes, um, the two emotes, and you get access to basically eight emotes. Now, with that being said, the downfall of this is if you're like me and you're a dirty double gunner, but you want to pull out a sword, this emote set is not going to help you out because you don't have a sword equipped. Therefore, the emotes will not use a sword. It doesn't even pull out the basic pirate, uh, the, the basic sailor cutlist, right? If you've got two guns, it's only going to give you two emote options, one for each gun. So just keep that in mind, right? You have to have the weapon equipped in order for the, 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 the emote to work. So it is technically eight emotes, but you could only use two emotes at any given time just based on how it's set up. And, and they're really nice looking. I think they're really nice. Um, the other ones that they added are quite funny. Right, I think they're quite funny, and that is a whole series of emotes um, around barrels. Okay, so um, you've got like barrel handstands. You've got this where you pick up like a it's a barrel of grog, and you're just down in this barrel of grog, which looks absolutely hilarious on Chungus characters. It just looks, it just looks like that is how Chungus is supposed to be sailing the seas, just with a giant. Ba- looks like Grogus from um, League of Legends. If you've ever seen Grogus from League of Legends with his grog barrel, absolutely what this emote reminds me of. Just big old Chungus boy carrying this big thing of grog and oh, 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 okay, I was ready to fight. Give me my sword reach. Like it just, it just is very piratey. It's very good. Um, I have not purchased them yet, but I can tell you right now, they're on my list to purchase because I think, um, I, I think they're absolutely fantastic. So we're definitely going to get those um, uh, uh, eventually. Maybe right now because it's the Black Friday sale. Um, again, today, right now, day after Thanksgiving. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. It is the Pirate Emporium Black Friday sale. You have three days as of right now when I'm recording this, not when it releases, but when I'm recording it, you have three days, 18 hours, um, and, and some change to go in and get your sales off the bla- from the Black Friday sale. So a lot of stuff marked down in the Emporium right now. So make sure you let your cash monies get you all the ancient coins you can and let those ancient coins go as far as possible uh, because there's not usually a lot of sales in the Pirate Emporium. But right now, you got some sales. So make sure you get in there. And uh, don't blame me for spending too much money because I already spend too much money on cosmetics. I have the unicorn set. Need I say more? But speaking of overpriced cosmetics, um, they released a new cosmetic with the launch of the new Xbox. And it's the Duke cosmetic. It's a ship cosmetic. Um, it's very glowy, which, uh, if you've ever watched me play, if you've ever, uh, been on my stream when I've been streaming Sea of Thieves, I am very anti-glowy. I don't like glowy. I think the art, uh, the art is great, um, and, and I think it's pretty, um, but, but I want to attract attention as little as possible. So, anything that's glowy for me just sits in the box, um, and, and it's like, oh, I've got it. Um, you know, but I'm not going to use it because I don't want to glow and have everyone 
from the wild see me in the freaking ancient isles, right? I don't want them to be able to hit an eye of reach that far because they probably could. So this set is a um is is honoring the Xbox itself. Um, so a lot of X's, a lot of glowing green, the Xbox glowing green X on everything. Um, and, and on the sales, it's, it's two, um, crossed X glowing green X, but they're, uh, cutlasses. Um, there's many places where you have the, the Xbox controller buttons, you know, the, the how the, the X goes, and then you've got the, the different buttons around it. They've got those buttons in there in the different colors, just like the controller, um, and in the front of the ship is Duke himself holding two swords in the shape of an X that glow. So lots of glows. The cannon glows, the sails glow, the Duke glows. Basically, you're just a beacon of glow. Um, just like the, 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 uh, the last set of sails that we got that I think are cool looking, but I don't use them. And, um, the, the ghost stuff and the, all the different crazy glowy stuff that apparently people like. But, dear God, you can see you halfway across the map, and that makes you an easy target. Um, but, how do you get these? Because some of you out there might be saying, well, I want that. I like I like that. How do I... Well, <clears throat> be prepared to spend some money. So, the only way, at this time, to get these uh, cosmetics is to get a Xbox Series X, which is, what, $500, or an Xbox Series S, which is $300. Um, the only way right now to get these is to get the console, and it's not a code that comes in the console, so you can't just buy the code from someone, right? It doesn't come with a controller or anything like that. You're not going to be able to just buy the, con the code from someone on eBay. You have to buy the console, you have to download Sea of Thieves on the console, and you have to log in to Sea of Thieves on the console, right? That's what you have to do. It's the only way that you're going to get the, con the, the, the cosmetics. Um, you can't do it on the, the Xbox one. I have an Xbox one, um, sitting right next to me. It won't work on that. The only way it works is if you're on the Xbox series X or S $500, $300, and you log in to your account, um, on that console. Um, it's the only way you're getting it. So, so right now, if you want, if you want the cost, the cost of the Duke ship cosmetic is either $300 or $500, your choice. Um, but you have to get the console. You have to log on with the console, um, and, and, and play. Now there's been a lot of folks, um, including, uh, partners in, uh, on, on stream who they didn't get the console, but they have the cosmetics. How did they do that? Well, they have a friend who had the console and they went to their house, um, and they logged in to the, do their account on the console and thus they, they got the stuff. I don't know how long um, that's going to be around. Um, I don't know how they could even track that. Um, I don't know how they could enforce or stop that. Um, but it's not the intention, right? These cosmetics are supposed to help be a driver to sell the new console um, because it's a really powerful console. It's, the, it's in my opinion, based on specs, um, it's the best console in the world um, based on, on specs. So I, I think I, I, I think it's a great console, and I, I think if I was a console player, I would definitely be getting one. But I am not a console player, and so I am going to have to try to find um, someone who has one of these consoles and allows me to download Sea of Thieves and log in so I can get these cosmetics. Um, and if you're up in the air right now about buying the console, um, you have until May. I believe it's May 9th um, before this promotion getting the ship set um, expires. 
So um, you've got plenty of time to think it over. Get your fi- make sure you get your finances in, in order because it is an investment, um, right? Don't just buy the console though for the ship set. Don't be dumb like that. Get the console because you're going to play the console. You're going to enjoy the console, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not worth spending that kind of money just for some cosmetics, even though I've done it before. Um, I'm not going to do it. I promise. At least right now. Not- if I get a good tax return, we might be able to talk about that. No, 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 I'm not going to do it. I didn't play my Xbox One enough. I don't think I can constitute. Uh, I might. Maybe I'll sell my Xbox One and use that money to pay for an, a. Um, I'm probably going to get the cosmetics. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you think those cosmetics are cool, um, you know, make sure you uh, make sure you really think about that because, like I said. It is a it is an investment, um, and it's it's a quite expensive investment. Um, but if you're going to enjoy the console and you're going to um, you know play other games on the console, maybe you have Xbox Game Pass, et cetera, et cetera, it might wor- be worth your time. Um, but again, just make sure that you're thinking about um, um, more than just the cosmetics, unless you're really rich. And if you're really rich, um, go you can check out my Patreon that supports this content patreon.com slash devon tv if you're just throwing money out there and you just want to throw money at an xbox to get a duke set on sea of thieves you know there's some there's a there's a content creator right here talking to you that could you could throw some i could just give me money sellout mode (laughs) no don't actually don't actually do that unless you want to and i won't complain uh but guys, that kind of wraps up uh, this update. There wasn't a whole lot there. I, I think the things they focused on was a really good uh, polish of the game, which I think was necessary. Um, obviously, they've they've admitted that they still have quite a bit of things that are left open that I don't understand why they're still left open. I, I really think they need to put a focus around that. Um, but there's a lot of things you can check out right now going on in the seas. Um, lots of stuff in the Emporium that's on sale for another three days, uh, starting on Black Friday. You've got the Fate of the Damned, um, adventure going on right now, and I think you've got 12 or 13 days left to get all your cosmetics from that. Um, so get that grind in. You've got a whole bunch of amazing things, like I said, from that Black Friday sale in the Pirate Emporium to go purchase, and... If you fancy some volcanoes and some puzzles, go check out the new Vaults of the Ancients, which can now be purchased from the Gold Orders and Moro's Peak. And while you're all doing this, go drink yourself some Death Wish coffee, because that's what I'm about to do, because I've only had two cups this morning, and that's not enough for me. I need at least, like, four, and then I can feel like a human. So I'm going to go get me another cup of coffee, and I'm going to send you guys back out to the seas in style. So have fun out there. Be good to each other. Don't be toxic. Don't yell at people. Leave that to me because I'm good at it. If you guys want to check out any of my live streams, you can go over twitch.tv slash Davram. You can also join our community Discord uh, where we talk about games and you can see when I go live and stuff. That link will be in the show notes below. Um, Check out all that stuff. I've been playing on stream just so you guys know. I have been playing a lot of World of Warcraft because the Shadowlands launch just happened. So we've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. But as we get into raiding um, at the beginning of December, uh, my time in World of Warcraft will start to pull back a little bit and just be playing a lot during raiding times. And we'll be back on the high seas 
uh, looting and pillaging and stealing and killing. And we'll also be playing another game, which I've been enjoying, which is Hunt Showdown, which I know a lot of people argue, in my opinion, has a lot of the same combat play as Sea of Thieves, only better hit registration. And there's zombies. And it's fun. So if you want to check out my live content, you can go check that out. Twitch.tv slash TV. You can also check out my recorded content on YouTube dot com slash davram tv and you can check out again my twitter and instagram davram tv on those if you would like to support this broadcast and again if you do that's above and beyond because just you listening dropping a review that's what it means to me Um, but if you feel so inclined to support you can either subscribe to my twitch account or you can go over to patreon.com and select one of the multiple tiers of support of which some have rewards such as t-shirts and Christmas cards from me. And of course, you want a Christmas card from me. So if you would like to get a Christmas card from me, go check out our reward tiers on patreon.com slash TV. But guys, always take care of yourselves and each other. And remember, it's not about the gold. It's about the glory. And it's always more fun when we sail together. The devil's roar, a land left unexplored. The devil's roar, the omen they ignore, and though. Those poor forgotten saints.